Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I am Rudy Maxa, your genial radio show travel host, and you're listening to the country's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Welcome to our listeners on our more than 100 stations and XM Satellite Radio. We've got a very special show for you this year. Excuse me, this year, well, this weekend, uh, because we're coming to you, well, for this year, too. We're coming to you from the heart of California, wine country in Sonoma, from the B.R. Cone Winery, to be precise. It's a gorgeous vineyard and tasting room on a gently rolling hills, really nice place to be. I'm happy to be here. It's harvest time in Son Sonoma. Temps are in the 90s this weekend. And the grapes, as they say, are hanging heavy on the vine. Regular listeners may remember that we broadcast in the B.R. Cone Winery just around this same time last year as well. And the reason is simple. Every year, the owner of this winery, Bruce Cone, hosts a rock concert featuring some of the legendary names in the music business. It's meant to benefit a variety of organizations. And we'll get more details from Bruce later this hour. Acts here this weekend include the Doobie Brothers, Sammy Hager, uh, Leon Russell, how about that? Little Feet, Jeff Watson, and Leonard Skinner. Now, if Skinner, excuse me, if you're in the San Francisco area this weekend, it's a two-day concert. You can find details on tickets at brcone. That's spelled C-O-H-N, C-O-H-N, brcone.com forward slash events forward slash concert. We'll put a link on that uh, at Facebook at Rudy Maxa dash TV show. I know this is a radio show. But they won't let us like put that. There's not enough. I don't know what's with Facebook. Anyway, in a moment, we're going to be joined by wine expert Anthony Dias Blue to get an overview and an understanding where Sonoma County fits into the world of wine productions. We'll also talk this hour to the chef for this weekend's event here. His name is Guy Fieri. You've heard of him. You know him as a best-selling cookbook author, a restaurateur, and a ubiquitous television show host on the Food Network. And the winemaker for Mayo Wines and Bear Two Wines, Mike Bear Two, will stop by. I'm going to ask him exactly how this summer's grape crop is faring. I'd also like to ask exactly what forces are arrayed against a winemaker every year. You know, they got to deal with weather, they got to deal with soil, they got to deal with insects. It's unbelievable. Uh, let's first start with a couple, just just a couple quick news items uh, on the travel uh, from the travel newswire this weekend. Well, that very upscale hotel chain, the Four Seasons, announced plans to build a $360 million, 444-room resort at get this, Disney World in Orlando. Now. This may be an indication that the luxury hotel business may be regaining its footing, but at the very least, it's an admission that affluent, flo affluent folks like to go see Mickey Mouse too, but they don't necessarily want to slum it hotel-wise. Of course, you've got to be pretty well off to afford a pass through the gates of Disney World, especially if you're a family of four. My goodness. Uh, so the question is, will enough people be willing to pay northwards of $4.40 a night for lodging? That's what the rooms at the Disney Grand Floridian go for these days. The Four Seasons could easily cost up to $600 a night by the time the hotel opens in 2014. It's going to be the largest Four Seasons in the world. Currently, visitors to Orlando have to stay off property at the Ritz-Carlton or the Waldorf Astoria if they want uh, Uber pampering from their hotel. Uh, Delta Airlines begins charter flights. This is sort of interesting. Between Miami and Havana on October 1st between New York's JFK Airport and Havana on November 6th, and between Atlanta and Havana on December 7th. Not bad. Uh, the flights will be daily, but not just anyone can step up to buy a ticket. Only passengers with close relatives in Cuba 
or those involved in medical or agricultural businesses, or those traveling for educational or religious reasons can obtain permission from the U.S. government to make the trip. Uh, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection folks say they've also approved a handful of other U.S. airports as gateway cities to Cuba, so keep an eye out to see if flights start from one near you in the coming year. Anthony Dias Blue, also known as Andy Blue, is one of the best names when it comes to wine journalism in the United States. He's an old friend of mine, and he recently began hosting his own show on the SSI network, as we are, called Blue Lifestyle with Anthony Dias Blue. Uh, why, Andy, do I get the feeling I want to live the blue lifestyle? <laughs> Well, you know, I've spent my life figuring out a way to eat and drink for a living, and I think I probably have it knocked right now. And we would all like to figure out how to emulate that. I have traveled <laughs> with Andy a lot, and i got to tell you, he's got it figured out. Andy lives in Los Angeles, by the way, and prior to that, he lived for many, many years in, well, he's a New Yorker, but he lived for many years here in San Francisco, here being an hour away or uh, hour away, hour drive from Sonoma. Um, you must have spent a lot of time, obviously, in wine country when you lived oh, in San yeah. Francisco. I mean, when I moved to California, I actually moved to Sonoma, and uh, we rented a ranch here for the summer while we were looking for a house in San Francisco, and during that time, I learned, I, I taught myself about California wines, because I'd been a, you know, a Francophile wine drinker when I was living in New York, so it was uh, really a great opportunity to go to um, Traversos and, you know, get a, a mixed case of 12 bottles and, and uh, hunker down and drink them all and then were, go back and get more. Were you, the, <laughs> after spending a summer here in a rented home, were you, were you at all tempted to live here? Well, no. I mean, I, you know, I think in the long run I may, still, I may have still been here if I moved to a place where it's warm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in the city it's, it's always foggy and, uh, and that did kind of get to me after a while, but I needed to be in the city. Well, you had kids going to school, too, which yeah. was probably a factor. Um, what, where does Sonoma fit in the galaxy of wine-producing districts in the world, even? I think it's uh, way, way up at the top. As a matter of fact, you know, it, Napa gets all, the, gets all the kudos and all the press because, thanks to Robert Mondavi, who was a remarkable promoter and a fabulous guy, Napa gets all all the mention, but Napa is uh, basically a Cabernet. It's all Cabernet-centric. Whereas here, you can have brilliant Chardonnay, brilliant uh, Pinot Noir, Zinfandel, Sauvignon Blanc, you name it, and also Cabernet. Now, why is that? Because Napa is only, I don't know, 15-minute, 20-minute drive over the hill here. Why, are, are the climates really that different? Yes, they are, because Sonoma has a coastline. It has oh. a coastline on the Pacific Ocean, which means that the marine influence, which is the fog that comes in off the ocean, is, has a great deal of effect on, on the vineyards, particularly in the Russian River Valley, when the fog comes rolling up the, up the valley and it blankets the, uh, the Pinot Noir uh, vineyards. And, and you know, there's, it's like cool and damp until 11 o'clock in the morning, and then it burns off, and then it's hot, and then it, the fog comes back at 4 o'clock. Mm -hmm. So it's the perfect ideal way to grow something like Pinot, which requires a cool temperature. Real fast, I mean, people get intimidated by wine. Let's say you've never, a listener has never visited wine country in Northern California. It's very accessible. Oh, totally. You just... I mean, you can just drive up the road and stop at the first winery you see. I mean, it just and nobody's going to treat you with disdain if you don't know the Absolutely difference between not. a Cabernet grape and a Pinot Noir grape. I was no. I walked through the tasting room here at B. R. Cone this morning at when was that? I don't know, ten thirty. 
it was like too deep at the bar. I mean, people tasting wine and and, and that's how you learn. Yes, of and course it, costs it like is. Five bucks, ten bucks. Sometimes it's free. I mean, uh-huh. it's, I, I I encourage listeners who may be intimidated by uh, wine stewards at restaurants or friends who are snobby about wine to come to Sonoma. This is not a snobby place, is it? Not at all. Not yeah. at all. I find uh, Sonoma so accessible. Hey, Andy, thanks for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Rudy. Coming up, what Andy Blue is to wine, Chef Guy Fieri is to food. We're going to talk with the very busy, spiky, white-haired maestro right after these messages. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. (coughs) On average, a smoker will die 15 to 20 years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money. Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke, just water vapor. Crazy. I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar. No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. GEICO makes it so simple to save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. But why stop there? GEICO finds every possible way to save you even more money. Good driver discounts, multi-car discounts, even good student discounts. And don't forget our Looking Fine discount. A discount for the attractive folk like yourselves. OK, there's not really a Looking Fine discount, just seeing if you're paying attention. It's not a bad idea, though. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour on America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Nice to have you with us this weekend. Bruce Cohen began his career in music, most famously as a manager for the Doobie Brothers. Today he still keeps a hand in that business, but he also oversees a stunning winery and vineyard that produces several varieties of grapes and, and wines, as well as a widely distributed line of olive oil. You probably see B.R. Cohen wine in your local grocery store. Uh, he's the reason we're broadcasting the show today from here. Bruce, welcome to the show. It's good to be here, Rudy. Now, this is, Always. this is the 25th. We did this last year. This is the big one, though. This is the 25th anniversary of the Fall Music Festival. How did it start? Where did it start? Why did it start? Well, basically, it started as a golf tournament uh, because the Doobies did some of those in the 70s, so I got the idea to do it up here 
in my home, you know, Sonoma Valley. And uh, we it, was could, for, it was for a cause, right? Yeah, for charity. And we couldn't raise enough money through the, just the golf tournament, so we started to think of other ways and came up with the concert idea to couple with the go- golf tournament. And uh, it went great. I mean, we started off very small, of course, with a high school football field kind of concert with Graham Nash and Little Feet and Nicolette Larson. But those are pretty big names. I mean, it may have been a high school, maybe it was a different venue, but those were not bad draws. No, no. And it went well. We were learning, though, how to expense things and make money. And we made about $500 net on that one. (laughs) So we decided to go back to the drawing board. And uh, we built a facility out here, we we call the B.R. Cone Amphitheater at uh, B.R. Cone in Glen Ellen. And that's developed into, uh, you know, getting quite a bit of revenue through that, the golf tournament. We have the four-day event now with the, uh, you know, dinner party, which Guy Fieri is doing for us this year. And and, uh, that raises a lot of money with our uh, auction dinner. And coupled all together, you know, we're raising millions of dollars now for local charities and veterans organizations around the country. By the way, uh, Bruce, I should tell our listeners, I mentioned coming out of the, you know, going into the last commercial break that Guy Fieri was joining us. He, in fact, is on his way. He's very close here to where we are in the, in the, at the winery, so he'll be coming on later. Late. He's probably uh, shifting that Lamborghini, you know, trying to get Does he drive a Lamborghini? Yeah, that's what I hear, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh my. I heard it got stolen in San Francisco one time when he was... There's a famous story. I haven't tell you about it. Did he ever? I guess he found it. They got it back. Yeah, they got it back. Oh, my goodness. I can't get a watch back. He gets a Lamborghini (laughs) back? Yeah. Unbelievable. Anyway, he's cooking at the gala dinner here this weekend. Um, And as Bruce was saying, that's all part and parcel of a a four-day weekend that involves. Is there still a golf tournament? There's a golf tournament on the Monday. Friday's the, you know, dinner. And then we have two days, Saturday, Sunday, for, you know, the big festivals. And we got a great lineup this year with the Doobie Brothers, who have been great to come do this over and over. and uh, Little Feet's here this year. They've done it eight or nine times. And we've got new people. Uh, Le- Leonard Skinner's coming this year, and Leon Russell, their first-timers. Uh, Jim Messina's coming. He's uh, done it twice, once with Loggins and Messina. Now he's coming with his own band. And uh, Carlos Reyes, Laura Johnston, who's Tommy, our lead singer's daughter, has done it four or five times. She has a following now here. Unbelievable. Gr- unbelievable lineup. It's great. Greg Kinn's going to be... I mean, it's just amazing. I've just... Well, for the 25th, I wanted to blow it out and, you know, try and you do are, something and I know they people have, could not come to. I know that there are expenses associated with traveling, but they, they don't charge a fee, do they? Some, you know, the, the smaller bands, we pay their normal fee because they can't afford not to get it. I see. The okay. bigger bands that can afford to be more generous, they do it mostly for expenses, which helps us immensely in getting a bottom line, you know, for charity. When did you start managing the Doobie Brothers, and do you still manage them? When I was four, I started <laughs> <laughs> uh, 40, I guess it's going to 41 years oh now. Oh, my, that is like four, 41 years. Yeah, and you yeah. still manage them yep, while running still, the winery? And yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. One office, two phones, you know. Boy, you guys yeah. get along, must get along because uh, well, from you know, time most time marriages time do, don't yeah. last that long, <laughs> let alone manage partner, uh, partnerships in this regard. Well, they're great guys, and, you know, we're like family. You know, kind of like brothers now. We're all... The name Doobie Brothers is really more real than... Uh, You're like the start. fifth Beatle? Yeah, I guess you could call it that. But we're all good friends, and uh, I do their business. I take care of all the, the business for them and the bookings and the record company stuff. And, and they do... Uh, you told me before you went on the air, they're doing like, they did like two a week last year. They're doing like one and a half a week this year. 
Well, we yeah, we did eighty. We do about eighty-five shows a year now. In the, in the early days, we did one hundred and fifty, but we were a lot younger. Right. Well, how do they travel? This is a travel show. Do they fly around? Do they they did bus? fly. We had the Doobie Liner for many years, and then we switched over to the buses, and they like the buses better because they, you know, can just Stretch pull right out. up to the hotel, and they don't have the airport thing. And so most everybody does buses now, and um, they have three buses on the road. Some of our techs just showed up today to start setting up their plan tonight somewhere else, and they'll drive all night, sleep on the bus, and come in in the morning. Same with Skinner, Leonard's. Skinner, they're doing a 600-mile run to get here. Wow. Uh, my guest is Bruce Cohn. He is the proprietor of B.R. Cohn Winery and Olive Oil Company right here in Glen Ellen, which is in Sonoma County. It's just a beautiful place, and there's a beautiful tasting room here. Stunning roses. I mean, this is, you know, for a guy who lives in a cold climate, this is just heaven here. Now, Bruce, the local paper here in Sonoma this, just this week uh, reported that your charitable do donations through these events over the last couple of decades have, have exceeded $6 million. Is well, that about right? With this, with this year, we're going to be over six is what we're, that's our goal is to, hopefully this will be the biggest year we've ever had. Depending on how generous people are at the auction, you know, it all really depends. Now on you have the wine auction, right. Yeah. And, and, and to whom does this money go? Well, it's a variety of charities. Uh, like I said, a lot of veterans organizations, the Doobies have been really active and myself for about 25, 26 years with the vets. And we've given about two and a half million to the vets through all kinds of guitar auctions and concerts and this event. And the Doobie Red Wine, which I, I make for them, goes to the vets as well, the profits from that. So um, the local charities are the Mentoring Alliance, which mentors 400 kids here in the Valley. Food Banks, we're with uh, Glide in San Francisco with Reverend Cecil. Williams, and he does a great job there every day doing 3,000 meals a day, and the Redwood Empire Food Bank's doing 20,000 meals a month. You know, it's just amazing how many people need help these days, and uh, we give to about 50 charities a year throughout the year, smaller amounts, and the big ones are, you know, about five or six bigger beneficiaries, and we rotate them, try, we try to rotate them every three years. And you have other events during the year? Uh, well, we do uh, some car, classic car cruise-ins right, right. for the Salvation Army and the Redwood Empire Food Bank. But generally, these two, this weekend is the big this fundraiser. This is the big one. This yeah. is the mother of all fundraisers. Yeah, this is the big one for Pierre us. Cohen. It takes about six months to set it up. I can't let you go without asking you how the harvest is going this year here in Sonoma. I know there's some weather things going well, on. Well, we were worried earlier, you know, because we didn't get much heat this summer. But now we've got our Indian summer. It's in the 90s now, and that's ripening the grapes real fast. So I think... Luckily, we're normally harvesting during, you know, and the, the amphitheater's right at our crush pad where we harvest, and my winemaker's always real nervous that he's got grapes out to come in, and we shut them down for the weekend, but this is working out good. I think we're going to come in right after the concert with some grapes and, and start harvesting. It, it is a beautiful setting here. The amphitheater, the, behind the amphitheater, when you sit on this slope and look at the amphitheater where the acts are playing, behind it are these... Uh, the vineyards. and It's a beautiful backdrop, yeah. And it's I know, I mean, you guys live here and you see vineyards on a hill all the time, but uh, city boys, this is just a breathtaking view. Well, people love coming here and seeing that backdrop. And, you know, I've been to a lot of venues all over the country, and there are very few venues that hold up to this kind of a picturesque backdrop. And we're glad to be able to let people experience it in my backyard. And you mentioned a doobie wine. Yeah, Tell we make doobie that. red. And we've been making it for... Geez, since 02, 
And we started out with one wine, and then I had an idea, and we did all 15 of their album covers on a series. And we sold In those. one year, each year? Uh, we did three a year for five years. Ah. And yep. then we put them together in a 15-pack, and now we are selling numbered 15-packs signed by the band. Uh, I would imagine those have become collectible items. They definitely are. Can you still buy a 15-pack here There's or no? a few left, yeah, if people want to. And how much are they? What's a 15-pack, uh, roughly? I'm not going to quote the price. I'm not sure what it is. But it's, uh, the wine was basically, I think, $20 a bottle. Okay. So you can figure it out. Okay. Well, Bruce, I, I, really, I know the community appreciates you. The San Francisco community appreciates you holding this well, event. Thank you. And I, thanks for having us back for a second year in a row. It's always well, Rudy, a fun thing. always good to have you here. And uh, please come back next year. Thanks so much. You can find more details on the B.R. Cohen Winery and Olive Oil Company, as well as this weekend's concert lineup. If you're here uh, Sunday, this is a two-day event. Uh, just go to B.R. Cohn, that's spelled C-O-H-N, brcone.com, and uh, check it out. Even if you can't make it here this weekend, uh, go check out the winery, uh, the wine's, winery's website. And when you're here, stop in, uh, maybe, get, maybe get one of the last collectible uh, uh, verticals of Doobie Wine, and uh, pick up some olive oil as well. Stick around after a couple messages. I'll be back with my... I'll be back with... uh, Who am I coming back with? I'm coming back with a man uh, named Mike Bertu. He's a winemaker. Let's get right down to it. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Heritage for the Blind reminds you to be kind. There's something you can do for those who depend on you. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. Heritage for the Blind is an IRS-recognized charity, and your donation is tax-deductible. Whether your car runs or not, we'll tow it away for free. And as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day hotel voucher to one of many exciting locations. So be a star. Donate your car. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS or call 1-800-555-6689. And remember, you can prevent blindness by getting your eyes checked annually. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS 1-800-DONATE-CARS Today Today Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour, you're in Rudy Maxa's world where the topic is all travel all the time. Mike Bertu grew up with French, with a French-Swiss father and a Dutch mother. They both came to the U.S. as immigrants, and happily enough, they settled in Sonoma. Lucky Mike. At age 11, he began uh, working in the family vineyard. He eventually convinced his dad to plant Bordeaux grape varieties, and in 2001, the family produced its first Bordeaux blend called, is it Ursus? Ursus. Ursus, which is Latin for bear, which just happens to be uh, the animal that's on the California state flag. A variation of that flag uh, was raised here in Sonoma in 1846, and 
The bear is still on the flag. Yeah, much more about the way my last name is pronounced, Bear 2. So it was just a giant word game. Oh, I didn't get it. I thought it was all about the flag. It's about you. Bear 2. Uh, by the mm-hmm. way, Mike's uh, last name is, uh, is French, so it's actually spelled B-E-R-T-H-O-U-D, but it's pronounced Bear 2. And when you open up the cork of one of uh, a Bear 2 wine, you will actually see the words B-E-A-R-2. Two on, on the cork. It's very clever. Okay, you got 28 years of winemaking in your resume. You know grapes. Uh, you've made your living working for other wineries, including the Mayo Family Winery. I just want to ask you, is that any relation to the Mayo brothers who started the clinic in Rochester, Minnesota? None at all. None at all. Okay, well, that takes care of that. Um, I understand you, are, you, ha- you have a third generation of winemakers in the family now, though uh, uh, your daughter and your son, and that you tried to talk your daughter out of going into your own industry. Well, I talked. Wanted, at least wanted to make sure she knew exactly what she was getting into. But she saw it all the time. She saw it all the time. I never pushed it. It was all about uh, the lifestyle and where we live and enjoying uh, the fruits of your labor. And she just kind of looked around and said, you know, you have a pretty good lifestyle, Dad. You get to travel. You get to eat. We eat well. I like to cook. And this doesn't suck. So I think she's now in her fourth year at Davis and enjoying the heck out of it. Would you like to adopt me? I think that sounds great for me. What, uh, what is the downside of being a winemaker? There well, must be some downside. There's always a downside. You know, you're at the mercies of Mother Nature, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. And you have to wear a lot of hats. And, you know, not everybody can wear every hat in a fashionable way, shall we say. Mm-hmm. There's always a downfall. You know, there's the one-trick pony syndrome. I'm very good at, with a wrench. I'm very good at winemaking. Well, at least I think I'm very good at it. But... You know, sales in the business is always uh, an aspect that you're lacking in. So I begged my daughter when she went to Davis, please take some business and marketing and round it out. Learn a little bit of everything. I have in front of me, you brought two uh, uh, Bear Two wines. One is a uh, uh, Sonoma Valley, what, Ch- Chasselas Doré? Chasselas. What is that? Chasselas is, Chasselas. is uh, white wine. It's the most widely planted white varietal in Switzerland, where my heritage is. And so it's a grape, Chasselas? It's a varietal, yes. It's a grape and it's a varietal. Okay. It's virtually unknown in this country. I understand there's a little bit in New York. And it was originally planted by some of the old uh, Italians and uh, Swiss Italians that came here as immigrants and has been lost. Um, and I cho- I saw some of this that was available. This comes from the Pagani Ranch up the road here, which was planted in 1904, this particular block. Whoa. And it's still pruned by uh, Dino Pagani's mother. And I get about 80 to 120 cases a year. I make it because of my heritage, and I find it uh, just a lovely, crisp, young wine. It, it is. We taste it. And the red, the Ursus, the, uh, the bear, right. is, uh, is this a Bordeaux blend? Bordeaux blend. All five, uh, classic five uh, Bordeaux varieties are represented, although the majority is Cabernet Merlot and Cabernet Franc. Okay. And, uh, you, you know, California wines are known for being, you know, big and... And, and more fruity than traditional Bordeaux. How do you achieve a balance making a California Bordeaux-like wine? Well, just the opposite here. My model is much more the Bordelais. I don't want to make a big, huge, flashy, high-alcohol wine that is very typical. So I try to just achieve physiological maturity without having sugars and hence alcohols through the roof. And how accessible is this wine in retail stores around the country? Um, around the country, not very accessible. You have to come to the website, and we ship virtually anywhere. Um, I'm, I make 500 cases total in my oh. small winery. And it's a true family winery. I mean, the kids ah. stop. But they have their friends coming. When my parents did it, my friends came. So we've genuinely achieved a different, another generation um, absorbing this and doing the work. So immediately, you've told our listeners you only make 500 cases, so they all want a case, or at least a couple of bottles. Where do they go to, to purchase it? Well, the best place would be the website. Which is? Um, Bear2winery.com. And Bear2 is the spelling of your name or the Bear2? No, the correct spelling of the name. Which B-E- is? B-E-R-T-H-O-U-D, 
winery.com. All right, and we will put that on Facebook uh, simultaneous with the show uh, so that you can uh, find a link to bear2.com. Um, I really appreciate your, your dropping by because I didn't know these were in such limited quantities. I have not tasted the red. I look forward to doing that perhaps tonight at dinner uh, because I'd love to, to taste an old world um, Bordeaux uh, made in the new world way. Am I Am I right in putting it that way? Absolutely correct. I have open-top redwood fermenters. I still employ basket presses. It goes from the basket press in a bucket right to the barrel, never sees a filter. It's barrel-to-barrel rackings. It couldn't be a more archaic system. Okay. But, a, go ahead. But I enjoy that. That's, that's where I cut my teeth, and that's where I always saw the difference between all the other wines that I had tasted. To me, this was a, a difference that really stuck out. And, and, how, and how are you finding the 2011 harvest? 2011 harvest so far, I haven't harvested anything for myself, for Mayo. We've done a little Sauve Blanc and Gewürztraminer. But um, as was mentioned, I think, a million times, we've does not have a lot of warm weather yet. Now we're having a little heat spike, which is due to cool off and then give way to normal weather pattern, where I think everybody will agree it's probably a crop that's down. I'm going to take a wild stab at this and say 20 to 25%. I'm, of course, going to be proven wrong. Of course. But um, so far, it's looking very good. Um, we don't have a lot to worry about. The weather pattern seems stable for a while, and I think we're going to have a nice harvest, although compacted. Mike Bertu, he's got a daughter who doesn't listen to him. She wants to get in the wine business as well. You go to Bertu.com, that's B-E-R-T-H-O-U-D, if you'd like to taste this uh, limited production of some very nice wine from Sonoma. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at RudyMaxa.com. <coughs> On average, a smoker will die 15 to 20 years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money. Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke, just water vapor. Crazy. I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar. No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. How awesome is it that Sam Adams Oktoberfest won a gold medal for best Oktoberfest beer in Germany? Sam Adams Oktoberfest is everything an Oktoberfest should be. Full-bodied, amber color, and a clean, smooth finish. We brew October Fest with five varieties of malted barley to give it a deep amber hue and a big rich flavor. Ah, delicious. We only brew it two months a year, so grab a Sam Adams Oktoberfest today before it's too late. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Geico makes it so simple to save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. But why stop there? Geico finds every possible way to save you even more money. Good driver discounts, multi-car discounts, even good student discounts. And don't forget our Looking Fine discount. A discount for the attractive folk like yourselves. OK, there's not really a Looking Fine discount, just seeing if you're paying attention. It's not a bad idea, though. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Heritage for the blind Reminds you to be kind There's something you can do 
for those who depend on you. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. Heritage for the Blind is an IRS-recognized charity, and your donation is tax-deductible. Whether your car runs or not, we'll tow it away for free. And as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day hotel voucher to one of many exciting locations. So be a star. Donate your car. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS or call 1-800-555-6689. And remember, you can prevent blindness by getting your eyes checked annually. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. Welcome back to beautiful Sonoma County. We're in the Sonoma Valley here. Uh tasting wine, but we're going to shift gears and go to beer. Dean Biersch has worked in the restaurant business since he was 15. He eventually became the food and beverage director at the Beverly Hills Hilton Hotel in Beverly Hills. And in 1987, he and a brewing engineer named Dan Gordon opened their first Gordon Biersch Brewery restaurant in Palo Alto, California. It's still there. How many Gordon Biersch restaurants are there in the world now, Dean? I'm going to call it 26. And you're still involved? not directly. We sold the restaurant group oh, uh, a little okay. over 10 years ago, but we built a, a large regional brewery at the same time, and we got into some legislative uh, challenges, and uh, so that set us uh, separate ways, but the company is really prospering and uh, just opened in Taipei and Taiwan, so that and one had some legs. But the reason you're on here today is because right here in downtown Sonoma, you just opened the Hop Monk Tavern, which in a in, in right in the heart of wine country, right. is serving a whole bunch of terrific beer. You bought three of them, brought three of them with you. Uh, has, has the wine uh, has the wine community welcomed you here? They sort of look with at open you like arms. You. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's a great place to to bring beer, if not just for the contrast. But look at the weather. I mean, we're at ninety four or five it degrees today. It is. A hot I'm, I'm looking for an effervescent beer with some natural carbonation, some drinkability, and. Um, and what I brought were some of the little curveballs. I brought a Belgian uh, a sour white ale today that has that with a, a called. Little, uh, it's it's a wit, wit, wit or wit beer, W-I-T-T-E. and it's made made by a group uh, in upstate New York, uh, Omegong Brewery, which is doing just great things. If you look at their lineup. Um, so you can call you can call a uh, something made in Cooperstown, New York, a Belgian beer in the United States. You can. Okay. Yes. And the, right. yes. A little and different than the wine champagne. And it's industry. very authentic to the style in the same way that Gordon Biersch, my, uh, my brewery, is very much of a German style of beer making, uh, brewed to the Rheinheitsgebot, but done here on the West Coast. So we're bringing freshness, you know, to these beer categories where in the past we, we reach out and bring those kegs over from Europe or bottles or whatever that don't quite travel as well. These other two, I have not seen these either, but I'm not a beer aficionado, I admit. Yeah. I like beer, but well, I, I don't have time to study it. You clearly have. What one, have we got one, one that I particularly like is from Bomberg, and I brought you uh, because we're moving into fall. Oh, my fall. God, I'm smelling it's a, it. It's a smoke. I'm nosing it now, as a wine guy might say. My, mm. It's a Rauk beer. It's a smoked beer, uh, very old uh, style, five, 600-year-old. Style. I, it is very yeah, from smoky. Franconia, it's like a barbecue beer. 
It really is. I mean, it, but it's got drinkability. It's not particularly no, heavy. No, no, no. It's, it's not. not really viscose. So for me, it's uh, with uh, braised meats and barbecue. That's uh, just a great way to go. And if you happen to go to this brewery like I have uh, in Bomberg, uh, there's a kid that'll come out and he'll point to the wall and say, that's my great-great-grandfather, my great-granddad, right, right. my granddad. You know, it's a family business for almost 500 years. And are all these available at Hot Monk? Uh, yeah, we serve them all. Uh, my, my real charge is fresh draft beer. So each season, uh, four times a year, we've got 16 fresh draft beers, and we'll go out and kind of pick what's happening. Do you right serve here. any wine at the restaurant? we got a pumpkin ale, for example, right oh. now. Yeah, and we have all the wines, uh, okay. and wines by the glass. Okay. Um, yeah, and we have distilled spirits as well. But really, it's beer-centric <laughs> and uh, bringing the tasty foods to the beer table and kind of the hospitality beer garden atmosphere around the whole thing. And you know what I like? I noticed in your menu that if someone comes in with a group, a couple of people or a group of people and someone says, I raise their, I'm the designated driver tonight, you do what? It's gratis. We'll take care of them all night. You'll, you know, you'll we provide just, free sodas, free bubbly water. My kids drive orders. these highways too. And, um, you know, it's an issue here in Sonoma County. We've got a lot of people moving around and we just think that's a responsible way to have it. Just uh, handle it. Just say, you know, if, if you're not drinking... Uh, then, then we'll cover you for the night. There's a second hit monk somewhere. Yeah, it's over in uh, Sebastopol. Yeah, mm-hmm. also a historic tavern, stone and timber, uh, old place. Uh, we've been there for four years, and I have a 250 cap music venue um, next to uh, the beer garden there. So we do quite a bit more live music. A 250 cat music venue. Cap uh, capacity. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. sorry. I thought yeah. you had 250 cats at the music venue. <laughs> well, that's a whole unique. Time. Are you? Do you hope to grow out uh, this uh, hit monk? Hot Monk. Excuse me. Hot Monk. Just, other re- just remember hops. You know, this is a sem- in seminal ingredient in beer. Right. Yeah. As in monks yeah. making it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you intend to grow out Hot Monk uh, nationwide? With a little more patience. I, you know, when I was younger, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun growing the business, and I think now I'm in a little bit different place, and so I, I don't think I'll go as quickly, but I do, uh, I do like to build new things. And well, the hottest word now in food is a gastropub. Is your place a gastropub? Is I Hot think Monk we, a gastropub? Yeah, we could fall into that. I kind of like just uh, riffing on the whole tavern idea, which for me is shared plates. It's more like uh, eating in a bar than drinking in a restaurant, let's say. Um, you know, inside, outside, shared plates. Well, I really appreciate your, uh, your joining us. Dean Biersch is the owner of Hop Monk Tavern in downtown Sonoma. Uh, do drop in, as they say. <laughs> Thanks very much, Dean. Nice, nice for you to drop in here today. Thank you. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. 52 after the hour appropriate, we have a little Doobie Brothers playing into this segment because Doobie Brothers are going to be here or are here this weekend for the B.R. Cohn Fall uh, Music Festival at, at the oven, at the stove. Guy Fiori, 
Fieri. I've been calling you Fiori and having to correct myself every time. I don't know why I keep saying Fiori. Fieri, am I right? Fieri, but you got that right, but it's not Guy. Guy's, Guy's, oh, excuse me, Guy Fieri. Guy, yeah, Guy Guy's a little bit closer to it. Guy is too close to geek. I don't know. That's a little too French for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, his cookbook's a New York Times bestseller. He's got no fewer than four shows on the Food Network, Diners, Driving and Dives, Guys, Big Bites, Tailgate Warriors. He's also a guest judge on Food Network, star on the Food Network. He's a California kind of guy. He began selling soft pretzels pretzels from a three-wheeled bicycle when he was 10, and that gave him enough money to go to Chantilly, France, where I presume you sharpened your passion for food and cooking, and he opened his first restaurant here in Sonoma County in the town of Santa Rosa called Johnny Garlics in 1996, and he hasn't looked back since. All that's a good eulogy, man. I, 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 I got to have you someone And he's still alive. <laughs> but what I don't, I don't understand. Here's what I don't get. You do all this stuff, and you still have time to have this, like, cool hair. How, isn't that sort of... I don't have any hair, so I don't know, but it seems like a lot of maintenance, the sort of blonde no, tips no, and all that. No, 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 no. No maintenance. I mean, I travel with my hairstylist, but no, it's... Honestly, people think, like... So, number one question, how long does it take you in the morning? And how long it's, does it take? Maybe 10 seconds. Really? Oh, yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to it. I don't try to make it any... It sometimes spikes to the left, sometimes spikes to the right, sometimes doesn't spike and goes goes furry. I don't, you know... There's so not, I, I needn't have gone to all this trouble to lose all my hair. Right I think there. you're doing great. The way this looks, I mean, you're, you're built for speed. <laughs> okay. You, now, your first restaurant, uh, Johnny Garlics, I love this, was an Italian restaurant. At, at heart, are you an Italian chef? Um, last name Fieri. I guess that okay. would kind of be the beginning of it. But, but you're doing... Yeah, when I was working in Los Angeles, I was doing restaurants down in L.A., and I, would, I worked in different types of concepts, but Italian was one of the main, and and I noticed that we always had to stick to the Italian theme. Well, I didn't always feel like having Italian food. Right. So I'd kind of venture off a little bit and do a little, little of this, a little of that. And they said, no, we've got to stay brand specific. And I thought, man, when I open my own joint, you know, when I have my own place, I want to have the flexibility to do any type of food I want. And so Johnny Garlic's is really tight. It's, we call it Johnny Gar Garlic's California Pasta Grill. So it's California is really kind of the melting pot of the United States. You know, we got a little bit of everything here. Sure. And that was the attitude. So we do everything from sashimi tacos to, to you know, fettuccine Alfredo with Cajun chicken, you know, to, to you know, to, to Bloody Mary flank steak. You know, there's a, there's a wide range of how we play. I got a beer guy you should meet because uh, he's got some stuff for you. Well, I, I, listen, Dean comes in here, leaves all his beer bottles. You guys look like you're having some kind of <laughs> stag is, party. It is. I don't know if I'm going to make it through the second hour of this radio <laughs> show. Now, how do you find the dives and the drive-ins that you feature on Food Network? Have you got, a, like, a, a nationwide uh, network Dive of, search? Mo of moles? Yeah, yeah no. To you? I wish it was. Well, actually, a lot of them do come from the uh, from the viewers, from the fans. They're the ones that you know write in and tell us about it. We got a really good research team, you know, that's looking for funky joints. Because sometimes people look at a place and go, Ah, he'd never go here. You know, he'd never go to this joint. And then we show up and they're like, Man, we wanted to write you for so long. So I always encourage people send us your information. Go to foodnetwork.com. There's a spot there under diners, drivings, and dives to you know give us your recommendation. Right. But it's a lot of really good research. Stuff I find on the road. I mean, we'll find places when we're in a town. So we'll be in a town like Indianapolis shooting some, shooting some joints. And we'll come back a year later because some of the places we ate while we were staying there. So a lot of research, a lot of preparation. There's a lot that goes in, a lot of really big moving parts to make the show happen. You know, chemists say there's something, I think it's called the Heisenberg Theory, that something, watched, something being watched changes that something. You're now a huge celebrity. I mean, you're on television ads, you're on television shows, you got books. I mean, when you do things change when you walk in a restaurant? Is it is it a is it a problem for you to portray a dive accurately? 
Well, I mean, on the on the show side of things, it's a beautiful situation that takes place because when we visit diners, drive-ins, and dives, we've done, we've done over 450 locations. And when we do one of those locations... 450? Locations, yeah. And, it's, and what ends up happening is it's really kind of winning the culinary lottery. Um, they may be only known for chicken wings, but as people travel through the area, because of the level of fans that we have... It changes their economic profile for the rest of their life. And we've shot some great places here in, uh, you know, close to BRCO. And we've, we've got Cafe Chiti, which is down here in Kenwood, Shellville Grill over in Sonoma, and about four or five more over in Santa Rosa um, of great places. And the, any one of them will tell you, once the show aired and when it hits its reruns, it just blows up with people showing up. So I like the complete set. It's, it's a beautiful thing. we got a minute left. What are you doing here at BR Cohn? What are you, what are you doing for the big dinner? Well, it was a, quite an honor to be asked to, to be the uh, guest chef. Uh, we're doing some fantastic lamb. We're doing lamb with some mint pesto ah. and serving it with some, one of my favorite dishes, which is corn mock choux um, with, a, with, uh, with a nice prawn on top. And we're doing a root vegetable mash. So trying to keep it pretty local to Sonoma County, trying to keep, it, uh, keep the attitude about what's fresh right now and what's available. And that's where we're at. Well, I really appreciate your uh, joining me, uh, uh, Guy. Nice to have you aboard. Thank you very much. Okay, continued success, and it's going to be an awesome weekend. Guy Fietti, where should where's the website? Uh, uh, fans oh, you go, go to GuyFietti.com. You oh, go to, that's you know, right. It's it's you you pick it. You can find it. There's, uh, your latest book is Guy Fieri Food, published uh, in the spring by William Morrow, correct? Yeah, yeah we right. did real, real good with that. And got a couple. there's a couple of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives books that are out. So. And, if, and if, you, if, you, if you're the only guy in the world who doesn't know Guy Fieri's spelling of his last name, it's F-I-E-R-I. So Guy, F-I-E-R-I.com. Check it out. Guy, thanks for stopping by. Have a, gr- have a brilliant weekend here in Sonoma. Thank you much. Stick around. Uh, if you're leaving us uh, for the first hour, so a couple of our stations do, it's a hard, it's, it breaks my heart. Most stations stay around for the second hour. I'm glad you are. We'll be right back after about six minutes of news and messages. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.